do, 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 do. It's the podcast. That's a good one. I like that one. That's a very, <laughs> it's, no singing. It's just very straightforward. <laughs> I was trying to channel my inner emo nineties. It sounded like uh, you slam that, poetry. You remember that band Cake? That would just like, <laughs> oh, Mike saw them live. Oh, okay, it's like they would just talk basically. He's going the distance. He's going for. Hey guys, uh, welcome to the Hugger Cast. It's me. It's me and Colton. Hello. The Hugger Cast, uh, the only podcast whose foot fetish love is uh, like Dan Schneider and Quinn Tarantino combined and had a baby. Think how beautiful that child would be. It would be a a Jewish, uh, something. <laughs> With the biggest fucking feet in the world. <laughs> giant, giant feet and a big Jufro. <laughs> But like, do you think they get? Do you think they get horny watching Bigfoot footage? Ooh, I know I do. Because <laughs> they, they would have like Quentin Tarantino's like weirdly skeletal face, but like also Dan Schneider's like large figure. How many times does this baby say the N word? Every minute. It'd be easier to tell you how many times he doesn't. Fair. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, today, uh, today's we're, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about our favorite underrated superhero movies. Yeah, yeah. Th- this will be mo- more of a Derek thing, but I got a couple, couple things I could throw in there. Yeah, because the past few episodes have all been video game related, and we just want to do something different. We want to prove that we're still virgin nerds, but we're different types of virgin nerds, not just video game exactly. virgin nerds. There's the video game virgin nerds. There's the movie virgin nerds. There's a sports virgin nerds who think they aren't virgin nerds, but are actually virgin nerds. I also fall into that category. Oh, I'm not go, Pat, go. Not much of a sports guy anymore. I used to be when I was a kid. But, but uh, before we go into that, I don't really have any news. I, I just want to I just wanna do a quick rant about something. So, uh, there's a lot of those... Yeah, Colton, have you seen a lot of those videos where like people are getting upset because they go into a store and they're being told to like wear a mask? Yeah, have you seen... They're printing out fake cards uh, from some type of government agency i don't remember which one that controls it but it's like i have a disability i'm not required to wear a mask but the fake card they're all printing out has like two or three spelling errors on it oh my god <laughs> that happened at my job when someone uh they printed out a uh like a like an excuse form for a doctor that, mm-hmm. and it didn't have an address it didn't have any official anything and uh they did a quick reverse google search and uh it, it pulled up a template website yeah that's uh what we're getting at though wear your masks please please god please wear your masks it is not that hard i've been doing it every day for the past three months for eight hours a day while i'm at work and i don't want to get sick because some stupid shit decides they're above (laughs) that and gives it to me seriously i have to wear my i have to wear mine for uh, the the better part of like five to eight hours and it's not it's not too bad it's not hard it's not. And we, we both work in jobs yes. where we are interacting with multiple people on a daily basis. I try to stay my distance, but like in a grocery store and obviously in a movie theater, it's hard to do. Yeah, I don't want to get sick. Yes. Being sick sucks. Being sick does suck. And uh, it, the, the, the faster we can just like everyone wear your mask, practice social distancing, and wash your hands. That's all we need to do, and then the stuff will just be over in a month or so. Like, yeah, it's every other country in the world who took this shit seriously. They're done with it. They're they're done. They're opening back up. Like it's not hard. <sighs> I'm just so upset because like 
like Texas, we, we live in Texas and stuff's going backwards. We're having to close things down again because people are mm-hmm. stupid and they're going out without masks and stuff like that. And our second wave is worse than the first already. Like, and it's all under 40 people too. Like the old people realize like, oh shit, if I get this, I will die. I'm an old person. I don't want to die. I'm going to die soon anyway. But not, all the young people this. who think all the young people who think they're invincible go out drinking every night and all that. There's the problem. And then guess what? They're passing it to the old people. Then they're dying. Do you want blood on your hands? Wear a mask. Wear just just please wear your mask. Practice social distancing. Wash your hands. Sanitize your hands. I don't care if you're an American and you think that's your right to walk around without a mask. And I don't want to become a gay communist. Wear your mask. It's yeah. It's not that hard. Okay, I guess that's enough angry yelling at the the boomers that probably aren't listening to this anyway. Yeah, I would. I would. If we have any boomer listeners, please comment. Please let us know what it's like to be old. I want to make fun of you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, some of those videos, like I saw the the one where the guy was trying to get into Walmart, and that he was like basically pushing and physically assaulting some worker because he wanted to go inside with his mask. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I've been told, uh, HEB the the one I'm at right now, our our county has put in a an ordinance that you have to have a mask to yeah. go in anywhere. But our HEB has said that we're going to have signs that say that, but we're not going to enforce it. If somebody comes in without a mask, we're not allowed to tell them anything oh, wow. because the corporate lawyers have decided they rather just pay the fine than alienate those people and say, have them was, shop somewhere else. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, dude, if anyone catches you, that's a $1,000 fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, HEB is rich enough. They've decided like, yeah, no, we'll pay the fine. Like, if we tell them to go away, they might go shop at Walmart. We can't have that. Oh, yeah. So let's just have people die. I don't want you to get in trouble or fired because we're crap talking H-E-B, but... Uh, I don't think anybody would ever listen. And if <laughs> I did, I, I love H-E-B. It's a great company. I've it's worked great. there for five and years. If, if all of our listeners that are not from Texas, H-E-B is basically like Walmart, but more Texas. And, uh, uh, or like like a Kroger and Albertsons, yeah. mo, more mo, more more mo. Gro- like actual groceries. Yeah, H E B Plus has the electronics. Yeah, they have all the cool stuff. But sadly, I live in a little hick town, and we don't have an H E B Plus. What I thought was cool that on a survey they beat uh they beat companies that are nationwide. This little Texas spot is a is a more favorable store than like Walmart and all these other places that are around the country. Oh, yeah, they constantly win awards for being one of the top grocery train trains. I can't talk tonight. Grocery the grocery chain. <laughs> That's what I run in my produce department. Grocery but, uh, so you but, should uh, call your penis. I call it the uh, the veggie stick. The veggie stick's coming out, baby. Make sure to prepare your ranch dressing. Oh! <laughs> uh. But yeah, but yeah, no, HB is actually pretty great. I love This I is love the one complaint I have. Yeah, that, that sounds like a really crappy practice. Uh, but enough of HEB uh, yelling. Uh, I guess we go and get into our topic. Underrated superhero movies. And TV shows. And TV shows. I'll put uh, TV shows there, too, because, yes, we're going to do that, too. You want to go first, Golden? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's so much underrated like it still gets respect but people just forget about it but the original incredible hulk uh, tv series with lou ferrigno oh that's actually kind of i like it it's kind of a fun it's it's great growing up my dad had the entire series on dvd and this is before 
superhero movies are like big mainstream. Like mm-hmm. at the time we it that was like we had Tobey Maguire Spider Man and like that's and it. maybe like a couple X-Men. Batman movies. Yeah, oh yeah, forget about X Men. That was pretty all right. But yeah, they weren't they weren't huge at the time, is what I'm saying. So watching the Incredible Hulk, like it's re- it's it's a fun show. It's good. There's an old Flash show like that too with uh with with uh with Luke Skywalker. What's his name? Yeah, Mark Hamill's the yeah. the bad guy in it. Yeah. Oh, what's is it? Trickster? What what is the character he plays? I actually don't. I've never seen it, but I just remember that that was a thing. It's not great. My dad also owns that one, so I watched it, and it was uh not as good. Yeah, I remember my parents and I would watch uh, the Lou Fregno one when it was on, and because I'd never seen it. Now it's actually kind of it's kind of cool. It's kind of campy, but it's like fun. Yeah, it's the fun, cheesy. Like it's it's just fun, and and ever it's been parodied on Family Guy and all that. But uh, the ending with always the da, 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 and him walking away all yeah. sad. It's classic. And I think the intro is a very good like like. Uh, it's very good telling of like what you're gonna get. Like he's he's mm-hmm. a scientist. He's on the run. It's a it's a cool. It's a very suspenseful intro for like a classic show. Yeah, and honestly, like now, obviously, the Hulk works so much better with CG because you can make him to be the beast that he is. Yeah. But if you were if you had to get a person to play it, you couldn't do much better than Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, like Bill Bixby as the scientist, and then uh, Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk. It works. Yeah, because that guy. Is jacked. He's just terrifying. So yeah, he was. I like how he's just randomly on episodes of King of Queens, just as himself. I'm I like, didn't oh, know hey. that. Yeah, there's episodes where Lou Ferrigno's just there, and he's just Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't really. He's like, oh hey Lou. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> is he still huge? Yeah, he's still just very. He's older, but he's just very big still. That's incredible. I'm gonna have to actually watch that show. I read online. I'm not sure how true this is, but that. Lou Ferrigno still provides the roars for all the Hulk properties. I have heard that. Yeah. I that I read that a few years ago, so I don't know if that's still the case. But if it is, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I would love that because I like that dude. It has that classic, uh, that classic line: "You wouldn't like, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me wouldn't when like I'm angry." Me. Yeah. I tell that to my girlfriend when I start drinking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That sounds so awful. <laughs> oh, it's even worse than you imagine. Oh my God. But then like you don't actually get upset. You kind of just sit in the corner and cry. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I'll have to, I have to, <laughs> off air, there's a picture she has of me that I have to send you. <laughs> Callie looks like she could whoop a little bit of butt. I wouldn't cross her. She could be, she could be a little scary sometimes. Yeah. She, she, uh. She's normally sweet little Kaylee, like, I'm I am small. She loves to say, I'm small. I'm small. But then, every once in a while, her, her ghetto side comes out, and it's kind of terrifying. It's like that but with, also, my, with my girlfriend, because she's Latina, so, and from San Antonio, oh, so it's like... The, that, that fiery Latina. Yeah. She's very, like, like uh, like to herself, kind of, a, kind of an introvert when you first meet her, but sometimes it can get into that, like, whew, intensity. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, Kay- Kaylee's the same way. Yeah, don't don't cross these these San Antonio women. We they'll stab you. Yeah, yeah, they will straight up kill you. Yeah, but okay. Uh, I actually had forgotten about that until you brought it up. So I'm glad that we got a chance to unlock that memory. Yeah, no, it's 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 just it's like you said, campy fun show. It's I like the, I enjoy the it. Old Batman. It's like fun. Oh, not as, not as silly, but yeah, a little, little more serious. 
hold Batman though. I mean, that's not underrated, but whew, that show. Classic. It's classic. It's just fun. The movie, the Batman, yeah, the <laughs> Batman has, series movie. He does the bat dance. The batootsie, as they call it. I believe that's what they call it. The batootsie. The, yeah. Some days you can't, uh, just some can't day. get rid of a bomb. You just can't get rid of a bomb. I feel like they knew. Like, at the time, they probably knew it was very silly. Oh, yeah. Didn't he show up drunk for, like, most <laughs> of the episodes? I have no idea, but it wouldn't surprise me. That's hilarious. And I heard once, I don't know how true this was, but apparently he and uh, one of the other, I don't remember, it was one of the villains, were in an orgy together, and they got kicked out for uh, acting in character. <laughs> I really hope that the person he was in the orgy with was the guy who played Penguin. That would be hilarious. I, I think it might have been oh, Cesar Romero, the guy oh, that played Joker. Joker. Cesar Romero. That's I hilarious. Think, I, I don't know how true that is, but that is a story I've heard, and I want with all my heart for that to be true. <laughs> I kind of wanted it to be true with him and Vincent Price, because he was on the show. I forgot what villain he was. But imagine that Vincent Price voice, just like, mm, yes. Mm. <laughs> mm, yes, go down there. Lick a little farther. Mm, yes. You do that too well. <laughs> Vincent Price is classic. It's a classic voice. It really is. You you must have practiced that though. I I watched. A, there's a nostalgia critic episode where he uh, reviews a movie with Vincent Price, and he's constantly doing that voice. So okay. I, I kind of picked up on it. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what? Actually, I, that that makes me think of another one that's kind of underrated now. That it's it's mm-hmm. kind of old. You ever watch those old uh, Superman uh, animated serials, the Flesher ones? <gasps> Oh, wait, which ones are those? Are those, like, the old, old ones? Yeah, the old ones where it's, like, the dramatic lighting and all that. They're made with the rotoscope and all that. Yeah, yeah, from, like, is it the 40s? Oh, I'm like, gonna say it's the 40s. Yeah, those are fantastic! The animation for the, even not even just for the time, just in general, they're beautiful. I've, I've heard, I don't know how true this is, but because, uh, at the time, their budget for animation was so high because there wasn't many shows to watch yeah their so they could pump was, all the money into a few things it was a million an episode which thinking of back then to now i'm pretty sure inflation that's a lot of money <laughs> that that's a, even if it was only if it was a million dollars now that's still, still a lot of money a lot of money and uh yeah compared to like the superhero shows that are like the spider-man or the <laughs> the, the fantastic four like old cartoons yeah it's in the shame Oh, you know, it's it's still only thing that kills it now is uh, the the audio in it since it's so old has mm-hmm. kind of got that old school shitty like <laughs> radio audio or Superman in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. But it's beautiful to watch. Yeah, they 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 look awesome. I mean, there's a lot of cartoons that just don't move like that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's I I guess it all budget though. Like if I feel like yeah. there are cartoonists now who would love to do stuff like that, just it's feasible. just not feasible. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of restraints. Like uh, like you compare something like that to like I don't know Family Guy and how limited the movement is. Oh, and it's only gotten worse in Family Guy. Yeah, there's literally just like two positions. They're just standing there with their hands to their side or with the one hand up. Like yeah, it used to, like. It was never great animation, but like seasons one, two, maybe three, one because what it got canceled after three originally, right? I think so. The first like few. Yeah, th- <laughs> those the animation's not amazing, but it's miles better than what it is now. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll go into. Oh, did you have another one? 
Did you know no, that was that was oh, my big much. one. Okay. Unless <laughs> I just want a quick shout out to Blade. Oh, the, the first Blade, Blade is great. I've actually, all of them. I've actually never seen, but I've heard that the third one's pretty bad. Blade Trinity. Oh yeah, I, two and three, neither are great, but yeah. uh, is Wesley Snipes? What what word do you want? At least two was I think two was Guillermo del Toro, wasn't it? So it has that like that. Not it might have been. I've I've actually only seen that movie once, the second one. Because Ron Perlman's in it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's Guillermo del Toro. Okay, well, uh, yeah. I have to go back and rewatch it then. You can actually watch those movies. Uh, They're the, fun. The first one, since we, were, since we were talking about the early days of superhero movies, it made me think of uh, Unbreakable. Have you ever seen Unbreakable? I have not, sadly. Oh, you got to, you got to. I'm just going to go on a bit of a splurge for a bit. Is that the one? Isn't that a... <laughs> Is that tied to glass? Yes. Is that the one? It goes. I've seen. What's goes, what's the split personality one? Yeah, it goes Unbreakable, Split, then Glass. Okay, I've seen Split. I haven't seen Glass or Unbreakable, but Split was fantastic. Yeah, I would probably see Unbreakable's even better, but that's just okay. my taste because I like it's more of a superhero movie. Oh no, that's I just uh, enjoyed uh, Split's great. Who is uh, the actor? James McAvoy. Yes, he was able to like. He killed it. He was fantastic. I I love every single moment he's on screen. He should have been honestly. I would I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if he was nominated for stuff. For that oh movie, yeah, no, I particular. I wish he would have been. I feel like the uh, the the Oscars just don't like horror movies and probably don't like Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean, he's Shyamalan has done some actual legit good movies. Yeah, like like Unbreakable. Unbreakable for me is a fantastic movie. Especially when you think of when it came out. It came out in 2000. So I think just the first X-Men movie was out, I want to say. Yeah, because that, that was, I think, X-Men was either 99 or 2000. or 2000. So superhero movies were, and then you think of what came before. It was all camp. It was Blade. It was Spawn. Mm-hmm. It was Batman and Robin. It, the only, like, I would say serious superhero movies before that were maybe Batman, Batman Returns. Yeah, and of course Steel starring, starring Shaquille O'Neal. Oh yeah, or, or of course the uh, the original Superman movies, the first two at least. Oh yeah, yeah those yeah. those are good. They're not super serious, but yeah. Have you ever seen Steel starring Shaquille O'Neal? I have not, sadly. I, it's kind of bad. I've seen close to it. It's pretty bad. Is it better than Shaq Fu? Not many things are. I don't think so. Okay. But uh, so yeah, you had all that camp. You had all that like not. No one's really taking this whole thing seriously, and then you have a movie that. It markets itself. It doesn't market itself as a superhero movie, because uh, the audience before had just seen uh, what Sixth Sense. So Bruce Willis was dead. And he's a ghost. So people were it. It marketed itself as like there's something going on with this Bruce Willis character, but we don't know what it is. So everyone thought mm-hmm. he was probably dead. He was a ghost. Something like that. Tie into the Sixth Sense. Yeah, and then like slowly you start to realize it's a superhero movie. That actually sounds really cool. Yeah, it, it doesn't let, it doesn't let you know, but it's it does it in a very it's a very slow burn. It is I'll, a very slow movie. Is it on anything right now? I'm not or? too sure because I I'm, sh- I'm having a hard time uh, a hard a hard time <laughs> I'm having a hard time even finding a Blu-ray because I, I I'm not it's probably on some type of streaming service somewhere. Yeah, or if if not, I'm sure it wouldn't be cheap. Uh, it wouldn't be too expensive. It would be cheap to rent, like off YouTube or something for a yeah, night for like three bucks or something. Yeah, it's it's very slow, but at the end, it's like it, it has like of course the Shyamalan twist, 
This is mm-hmm. the very beginning of the Shyamalan twist. I won't tell you the twist. No spoilers, but okay. Yeah. It, Speaking of Shyamalan twist, uh, my girlfriend has never seen The Sixth Sense. I might have told you this before. She never, doesn't know the ending. I've actually never seen it either, but I know the ending because it's so it's pop culture. So yeah, she knows. doesn't know it. She has no idea. I need to get her to watch it before it's spoiled. Really? She she doesn't know. Yeah, I asked her. I was like, "Are you are you serious?" She's like, "I, I know nothing about that movie." Huh. I remember one time our friend Valerie. I tried to make her watch it because she had never seen it and she didn't know the twist. She watched about half of it and was like, "Yeah, I'm not feeling it." And I was like, "You gotta finish it." <laughs> Hold on, wait. And she just left. <laughs> Uh, she's never. I guess they never listened to the uh, the Lonely Island song uh, "Jizz in My Pants." They reference it. They say when Bruce Willis dies at the end of Sixth Sense, I jizzed in my pants. That that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Or might have been one of those things that you hear and you just brush off because you don't know anything yeah, it doesn't, about like, it. Register. So. You're just like, oh, okay. But yeah, it's unbreakable. <laughs> I need to watch it. It really is just a great. It's a great movie. It's one of Shyamalan. It's probably my favorite Shyamalan film. Because okay. all, all of like the, because you know how you watch Shyamalan film and you're like, no one talks this way. Why is he? Why is everyone talking so weird? Mm, yeah. Like the uh, George Lucas in the prequels. Hello there. I hate sand. <laughs> <laughs> this, I love those movies. They're so quotable. They're, they are, and they're not quotable in a good way though. But that's what makes it even better. R slash uh, prequel memes on Reddit. Got to. Oh, that is that reignited my love for them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I recommend, and then of course Split is really good too, but you, you don't find out that it ties into Unbreakable until the end. And yeah, then, it's it's just a brief scene where uh, uh, he David shows Dunn, up, right? Yeah, the da- or Bruce Willis' character, David Dunn. Even the name is like, it's a very superhero because it's like the uh, the two... Uh, uh, alliteration. Yeah, I, was, I was trying to think of the word. The, the alliteration, Peter Parker. Uh, so he's Double D-Man. He's Double D-Man, like me. Yeah, he's David Dunn. And then glass is a flaming disappointment, and that and I hate. Oh, <laughs> but you that's have a shame. So two real good movies <laughs> building up, and you're like, this is gonna be great, and, and then, then it hits, it. and you're like, this fucking sucks. But I highly recommend watching it to feel that disappointment. It's almost cathartic how disappointing it is. Ah, I'm not. I don't want to do that to myself. It's, it really, it's one of those endings that like thinks it's really smart and really deep. And it just sucks. It's just like, no, this makes no sense, and this is stupid. Fair enough. You flew too close to the sun, Shyamalan. You flew too close to the sun. Shyamalama ding dong. Shyamalama. What did twist? <laughs> but all right, so yeah. uh, what's what's the next movie you got up on the uh, <clears throat> on the bracket? Uh, this next one is a movie that came out last year, actually. And I'm really, really upset because I work in a movie theater. And I'm really, really upset that a lot of people just didn't come to watch it. And the box office was uh, about, I think, $25 million overall, $14 million in the U.S., which makes me really mm-hmm. sad. But what was the budget of the movie, though? $7 million. So it okay. made double its budget, or a little more than triple its budget worldwide. And it was uh, it's a movie called Brightburn. You've seen it, yes? Yes, this is one I actually saw in theater. Kamar, Micah, and I went to go see it. What did you think of it? It was part of its parts of it are very cheesy mm-hmm. and at the time we were kind of clowning on it but then when i found out it was made on a seven million dollar budget i was like okay that that makes sense yeah, and the what? premise of it the premise of it is awesome the premise just it almost carries the movie just a evil super a superhero kid and it's a horror movie 
it's basically i mean it, it, the premise is superman but instead of becoming a hero to all his home planet tells him that he needs to be god of the world and just take everybody. over yeah like there's, there's just so many parts of that like parts of the movie that i just love that just specifically <laughs> cater to things i like the deaths in this movie are brutal are so jaw-dropping if you will no, that that scene in <laughs> oh the God. one the one that got me was the glass in the eye. Oh, it just looked so like. Ugh. Yeah, I normally like I don't get really grossed out by stuff, but, but seeing stuff. the sh- seeing the shards of glass being pulled from the woman's <sighs> eye. Ooh, yeah. but uh, and then, even there's, though there's even some good like cinemat- uh, cinematography techniques, like after. After her eye gets like uh, stabbed, you see through mm-hmm. her vision, and one eye's blurry and has some blood on it, and the other mm-hmm. eye you can see. So I thought that was an interesting use of cinematography. Yeah, one uh, the guy's jaw falls off. Uh, oh, that God. scene! It was so gross, but at the same time, it was over the top that me and my me and my friends were kind of giggling about it. We we're like, "Whoa!" I was kind of giggling because uh, my mom likes that show, uh, Mom, have you, with Anna Harris, mm-hmm. and that guy's on yes. it. Yeah, he's he's the stepdad or the. Yeah, I think stepdad or some type of some ex-husband mm-hmm. of Anna Ferris. Yeah, he's some type of grown-up man. Yeah, he's a drug dealer in that movie, in that uh, show too. Oh, okay, so kind of fun. So like seeing him and then seeing him die like that was really really funny. And it, it just like <laughs> is it hanging off, just like barely connected. He's like, uh, he's like, <laughs> and he just dies. Although I will say we, I had to laugh at the. Uh, the flying animations that they had. Yes. Yeah, because they weren't the best. Yeah, you could tell, like, they kind of were trying to work around the budget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, when he's flying to the house. It, but the thing that's is... The, <laughs> I, I know it's supposed to be a super serious, like, he's gonna kill us, but <laughs> I just seen it like... <laughs> uh, what I do like what they did despite that was they made the weight of the character very, like, apparent. Like, this kid is heavy. And he's, mm-hmm. like, very powerful, and he can blast through whatever. Like, when he runs into that guy, and that guy explodes. Yep. <laughs> like, like just... You just I will no say, more. I, loved, I loved the design for, uh, the logo for him as well. Yeah, there's they sell shirts with that, uh, that logo. It's like pretty that. metal. Yeah, it's BB, Brightburn, Brandon Breyer. It kind of, it kind of works. And also that alliteration, too. Mm-hmm. And uh even I like the design of the ship. Like even the ship looks creepy. Yes. And I was like, this ship, I don't like this ship. It looks yeah. They did a good job of making it look like grotesque alien yeah. type. Because like Superman's ship, it's like it's all metal and like futuristic and stuff. Mm-hmm. This looks like some gross like predator or alien versus predator type stuff. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I think the kid did a good job too. Usually child, yeah, actually- act- child actors are kinda hard to find. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you get some that are actually legitimately good actors. Like, we were talking about The Sixth Sense earlier. Like, oh, Haley Joel Osment, Osment in that movie was actually really good. Who is, uh, if you didn't know, is, uh, I believe, Sora in uh, Kingdom Hearts. Yes. He voices Sora. Still to this day, even in Kingdom Hearts 3, is a grown man. <laughs> it's why his voice kind of sounds weird in Kingdom Hearts 3. I was like, hey, you're trying, but uh, you sound old. So. <laughs> Because I think the first one came when the first one came out, he was already like fourteen or like thirteen. Yeah, he was he was just like probably hitting puberty. Yeah, so he was able to do the kid voice still. Then Kingdom Hearts two came out and he was like sixteen or seventeen. 
able to do the teenage voice. But then now he's like he's like thirty, <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> I want to see Sora just like a broken down, dejected man with a cigarette hanging out of his lips, just like life ain't worth a damn anymore, Mickey. <laughs> so just Haley Joe Osmond. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought the I thought everyone who acted in that movie did a really good job. Like the parents. Uh, what's the lady's name? Uh, she directed the new uh, Charlie's Angels. Um, Not as big of a movie buff as you, so I don't know. She's a good actor, but she she's the one that complained that her Charlie's Angels movie didn't do well because of men and superhero movies. Mm. Which was ironic because she was in a superhero movie. She's been in mm-hmm. multiple superhero movies. And it's not like Char- like the, the older Charlie's Angels – did fantastic. Yeah, the the one with uh, Lucy Liu and Cameron Diaz and stuff. It's just that this like, one kind of just sucked. Yeah, I didn't see it, but it didn't look very good. Just didn't didn't look too good. Mm-mm. Uh, the only thing I do have some criticisms of the movie. I even though I love it, I saw some criticisms. I think, yeah. I think uh, one or two more rewrites would have done the movie well. Maybe like fifteen more minutes. You don't like him. Being a creeper in that little girl's bedroom. No, yeah, that no, that was good. I that was that was, <laughs> that, that was actually legit that was really creepy. Scary. But uh, I would have liked to see more of a of like a transformation of Brandon from a good kid to an evil villain. Yeah, because it kind of just he goes from good kid to like moody to like I'm killing yeah, everybody. He contacts him and he's like, "All right, time to kill things." I would have liked like incrementally him to make like bad choices. Yeah, like a, finding out leading up to like accidentally killing someone, yeah. but then realizing that he likes it or something. Yeah, like I, that that would have been that would have probably made for a better like villain story. Mm-hmm. And then maybe just adding, like I said, like 15 more minutes with a little bit more character development probably would have done the movie pretty well. Yeah, but overall, I liked it. It was a, it was yeah, a fun I, movie. I still really like it. It's just a fun slasher film and not many movies have that premise of superhero but like also horror movie that that might be one of the only ones i know honestly new mutants was supposed to have it but it keeps getting pushed back and i'm so sad is that ever gonna come out <clears throat> i'm thinking they might just dump it to z plus honestly <sighs> i mean it because uh... uh, it was supposed to come out three years ago i remember seeing the trailers <laughs> Yeah, I remember seeing the trailer. I like. I just assumed that it had come out and wasn't very good. That's why nobody talked about it. <laughs> it just never came out. Uh, and I'm sad because the the uh, the directors were like in an interview a few years back. They were talking about how passionate they were about making this movie and how they want to make like superhero horror like a thing. And then it just never came to fruition. That makes me really really sad because uh, there were in the trailer there were some spooky looking moments and like. Uh, practical effects and stuff like that. It looked really cool. Mm-hmm. And then also the Doctor Strange sequel is supposed to have horror elements as well. Yes, I'm actually incredibly <laughs> I'm excited because horror with the psychedelic trippiness of Doctor Strange seems like so it could be awesome. Yeah, apparently I've heard that the uh, the comics in the in the Multiverse of Madness storyline and the Doctor Strange storyline are very like uh, what's the uh, I'm trying to think of that horror author that's like really popular. Um, R.L. Stein. Yes. No. Author of Goosebumps. <laughs> Author of Goosebumps. Yes, they're very inspired. No, uh, they're inspired by what's the guy? He has a he has a cat and it has a very uh, explicit name. 
he has a cat with a very explicit name. He, he created Cthulhu, didn't he? Oh, uh, uh he he older guy. Mm-hmm. From like I thought I thought you meant like a, a not recent, recent no. uh, Lovecraft. H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft. I've heard that the comics are very like Lovecraftian in their horror of those. That Doctor sounds. Strange. Awesome! Then I thought you were talking like a new horror guy. I was no, like, no, like R.L. Stein. <laughs> yeah, I know R.L. Stein. I know Stephen King, and that's about it. No, yeah, they have they have a very Lovecraftian edge to them, and uh, you got Sam Raimi to direct, who directed all the Evil Dead movies, so that could totally work. Like, with some yeah, honestly, stuff. like I view Raimi now, like I know him for Spider Man, but he's actually a great horror director. Yeah, I I didn't know that until recently because uh, I just saw him as the Spider Man guy. And then recently he did that alligator movie, Crawl. I never saw that. Was that good? Some people said it was very Sam Raimi. So, yes, good. I guess, yeah, entertaining. (laughs) Just a crocodile turn uh, emo halfway through a dance? (laughs) Yes. But, uh, yeah, so I think horror superheroes should be a thing. If it's not a thing, more people need to make it a thing. Yeah, that's like, like I said, I'm excited for that new Doctor Strange. And the new mutants, if it ever comes out. <laughs> that one I'll be a little more. If if a show goes to that type of development hell, there's might there might be reasons for it, but I'll I'll keep my fingers crossed. Yeah, I think the first uh signs of development hell were because of I think one of the cast me- members got de- deported or something. So they had to do some oh. reshoots. Like there was some stuff going on with that. And then, okay, well, maybe it would be good then, because that doesn't sound like it was shitty. That just sounds like horrible circumstances. Yeah, and then COVID. So, uh, oh, oops, I can't say it. Whoops, oh, no. No, that's uh, that's my nickname, you know, Colton Col- COVID. Coltsvid, yes. Because they uh, called me, like, COVID, like, the cold video guy, because like, I make sip, ice, cold, dope footage, dang, bruh. Dang, you sure are COVID. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, and then it, yeah, it got pushed back because of what's going on now. So I'm hoping that it that it didn't affect like the movie's quality because sometimes a movie can go through development hell and still be pretty good. Yeah, it can happen. It just I'm I'm more hesitant. You can either be uh, Coco or The Good Dinosaur, two movies that both went through development hell, but. One's good and the other one's not. One is universally loved and one is the good dinosaur. <laughs> one is the good dinosaur. Did you have any more superhero type thingy dealies that you think of TV shows? No, no, there was, I, I'm, I'm lame and I know all the popular stuff. <laughs> Although there is one I haven't seen, but I really want to watch. I think it's called Mystery Men. It's like a superhero comedy. I haven't heard of that. I don't, I've only uh, heard like seen little clips of it but it looks really funny i'll have to i'll have to watch it soon and report back next time oh you know what's underrated that we've both seen what the live action tick with patrick warburton oh the tick yes that (laughs) show is fantastic actually it's really funny i still one of the hardest times i've like ever left was when you and I were at Texas State and we were watching it and it, there's one scene where it just jump cuts to him and his looking full costume yeah, looking in the mirror with a shaving cream, cream a shaving cream beard it's the stupidest <laughs> transition but it's hilarious it's uh, it's so good uh obviously like the animated show and the comic are good but this 
right here. Like, Patrick Warburton's <sighs> voice might be a little played out at this point in time, but it fits that show it, so it fits well. It that character in that show. Didn't they try to redo it on uh, Prime? Amazon Prime? Yeah, I heard it actually wasn't. It was pretty good, too. I never watched. Uh, I don't have Prime because I'm a loser. But uh, I'll have to. If You got to let me know how it is. I'll check it out. I don't know. If, is it still on there? I believe so because it was a, like a Prime original. Yeah. There's also on Prime, they got the uh, the boys, which I've heard is really good. Oh, yeah. My friend Sean was telling me about that. It's kind of like. Uh, well, I've heard that. the what, What's the, the main bad superhero guy in that movie? In that show? uh homelander i've heard i've heard he's like brightburn grown up okay yeah i saw some some really adorable fan art on r slash brightburn there is an r slash brightburn there's like 300 members Uh, you're one of them you're one of the elites i'm one of the elites uh someone drew some really adorable fan art of superman grabbing brightburn by the ear (laughs) i thought that was kind of cute ripping his head off (laughs) or someone drew some fan art of homelander versus brightburn as well Okay. <laughs> is that community still active? I don't think so. I, I'm really, really sad that Brightburn just didn't take the world by storm. Uh, I, I've uh, I ranted about it in my uh, best and worst movies of 2019 video. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it really upset me that a few weeks later, Annabelle came out and it made $325 million at the box office. Annabelle 3, the same thing over and over in the it's Conjuring universe. Got so repetitive. The first Conjuring was okay. I've heard it's good. I didn't, I've heard there's some I, good stuff in it. I didn't think it was as good as some people had said. Like Before I'd seen it, they were talking it up. as the best horror movie in like yeah, 20 years. Yeah, people were and really... Yeah. It's good. They said it was like, it's the scariest thing you'll ever see. It wasn't that scary to me. <laughs> and then it just kept going, Conjuring 2... Annabelle, which I've heard the first Annabelle's awful. I've heard it's just bad. Mm-hmm. And the second Annabelle was actually directed by the guy who directed Shazam, so I've heard that's the one good one. Maybe I'll have to watch that thing, because like I said, Conjuring 1, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was as good as people said, but it was good. The second one was garbage. And then Annabelle and... 3 sucked. The Nun sucked. I actually wanted to watch that one, but I never saw it, so that makes me sad to, to hear that it... It sucked. Yeah, everyone who came out of that theater was like, this movie sucks. It was busy, but the thing is, it still made a bunch of money. It was busy. Mm-hmm. It made a crap yeah, of money. Once you have an established <laughs> franchise, people will go see it, even if it's garbage. Even something like La Llorona, which doesn't make sense to be in this franchise. They were like, they slapped on part of the Conjuring universe, and guess what? Made tons of money. Yeah, that's so weird to me, because like growing up in San Antonio, that the legend of La Llorona was like... A huge thing, like yeah, it's I didn't know it was folklore around here. Yeah, yeah, especially with the Hispanic culture. But uh, then it got made into this major motion picture, and I was just like, okay. Yeah, and uh, I, I liked in the trailer. She's like, "Have you ever heard of La Llorona?" I was like, "Oh, yeah, no. that's like not how <laughs> they say it at all." Oh, no. So yeah. when are they gonna? If they're if they're starting to take that, they gotta dig deep into uh, San Antonio like horror movie. lore. Gotta get a uh, movie, dude. That would legit scare the shit out of me. Lechusa yeah. terrified me That's as a the child. That's owl thing, right? Mm-hmm. That thing seemed terrifying. I think. Uh, but no, we gotta go, uh, Donkey Lady. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, if they gave 
La Llorona to Guillermo del Toro. I that think could it be would have horrifying. been kind of awesome, kind of scary. I think he would have done well with that. Yeah, because there's some really like uh, there's some really good horror directors that are very creative mm-hmm. and still make good horror, like uh, like Ari Aster, the uh, the guy who did Hereditary and Midsummer. Yes, I haven't seen. I saw Hereditary. Haven't seen Midsummer yet. I need to. I've heard Hereditary's messed up. Like, yeah, it was messed up. It was good though. Yeah, like, that's what when I see horror, that is what I want to watch. Mm-hmm. But I guess uh, going back on the superhero train. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this Super- isn't supposed to be a horror podcast. Superhero. I, I don't. I'm, I'm a scaredy cat. I don't really watch much horror. But Brightburn was uh, was the one exception. But what, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I was super upset that uh, Annabelle made so much money and a creative and Brightburn didn't do a creative, cool new idea with some talented people behind it didn't. As it just uh, life is unfair. I just I wondered what that movie could have been, even if they would have just doubled the budget. Yeah, if or if they, I don't know whether it was the marketing or I'm not sure what it was, but I don't know why. Just it just didn't click with people. I'm sad. Everyone and everyone who saw it said they liked it. Yeah, maybe like ten, fifteen years we'll get a reboot because it's a good idea. Yeah, and it leans for a sequel or like even a universe. Like it leads. Mm -hmm. Ah, I'm so sad. Now I'm depressed. (laughs) <laughs> you got any others? Uh, did you have any others? Nah, I, uh, like I said, I, I'm a nerd. I don't, I don't know too many underrated classics in the superhero genre. I would honestly say just real quick that even though uh, now Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse has like a lot of accolades and awards, I still think mm-hmm. as a Spider-Man property, it's kind of underrated. Oh, it's the best Spider-Man movie. Yes. But simply for the fact that it's animated, a lot of people looked it over. Yeah, which is a shame because it, it like as much as I love the, the original Spider-Man, it's not great, but I love it. Oh, as yeah, much as I love the uh, the yeah. Tom Holland ones, like I think they're actually really good. Andrew and as Garfield much as ones. We, and as much as we have indifferent opinions to the Andrew Garfield ones, yeah, like they weren't bad. I have nothing against them. They weren't great, but they were just kind of. Eh. But Into the Spider Verse is. It's probably the best super uh, or Spider-Man thing to exist. Uh, I would say either that or the Spider-Man PS4 game. PS4 like game, yeah. th- those are neck and neck for me, but they're both really good. Yeah, they're both. It's fantastic, but because uh, I remember uh, when I was working and Spider Verse was going to come out. And I was talking to it with, like, people that came in. I was like, oh, you're going to see that new Spider-Man. They're like, oh, it's a com- what's a new Spider-Man? I'm like, yeah, Into the Spider-Verse. They're like, oh, the cartoon. I'm like, dude, yeah. And I will say, he didn't have many lines in it, but Nicolas Cage Hilarious. in that movie is incredible. <laughs> I'm just really glad that it, it won Best Picture over both the Disney and the Pixar choices that year. Mm-hmm. And it, it deserved it. It really did. I feel like uh, a lot of uh, these these two direct uh, directors. Uh, uh, I was gonna say Trey Parker and Matt Stone, but that's not right. South <laughs> Park. <laughs> uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. They're the guys behind the Lego Movie and Twenty One Jump mm-hmm. Street, and uh, I feel like they should be given more work, please. Yeah, honestly, because everything they've done, I've enjoyed. Like the, what you just said. I remember when I first watched the Lego Movie, I went into it with. I, I didn't have any expectations. I yeah, didn't think it was going to be bad, but I didn't think it was going to be good. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. It's a great. You thought it was going to be like Playmobil. That's what everyone yeah. expected the Lego movie to be. 
Yeah, but no, Lego Movie was great. Lego Batman was great. Lego Batman is amazing. Lego Movie Two was okay. It it had scenes that were funny. The, the Bruce Willis Bruce, scene. Let's see. Bruce Willis. The Bruce Willis scene is really funny. Or uh, I I cracked up at the uh, the Superman. He's been a Zod sin. <laughs> I need to watch it again because I watched it the one. I watched it half of it with you, and then another time with my brother. The full time, mm-hmm. the full thing. It, it, okay. it wasn't as good as the others, but it was still enjoyable. It, yeah, it was, it was all right. But I guess the, the other main uh, underrated superhero movie I have on my list is Hancock, starring Will Smith. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, I, I remember uh, <laughs> when that came out. Being, how how old were we at the time? Ooh, what year did that movie come out? 2009? 2008? Something like that. I just remember the name Cock in the title. <laughs> <laughs> and constantly thinking it was funny. <laughs> uh, it's a good thing our humor evolved, right? We're more mature now. As I said, cock and you giggled. <laughs> I actually saw this one in the theaters, and I own uh, the extended DVD, which literally has like one or two more scenes. I was supposed to say, I didn't know there's an extended edition of it. It's an ex- it, 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 uh, it has a scene where Hancock takes a girl back to his trailer and they have sex. <laughs> really Super putting the cock sex. in Hancock. <laughs> Does he like blast her across the room? Yes, actually. And then when he when he finishes, are you serious? Yeah, like he pushes, he throws her across, and when he finishes, uh, stuff shoots. It makes holes in his uh, in his trailer, like on the ceiling. You're fucking with no, me. No, it's real. That's a real scene. It's great. <gasps> what? It's hilarious. Uh, yeah, that scene was probably worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. Should have been in the original cut. <laughs> I can see why it wasn't, but <laughs> if you look up Hancock deleted scene, I'm sure you'll find it. But... <laughs> I am absolutely gonna do that after we're done tonight. Yeah, but I I think uh, not only is it is it a funny movie, I think it just has a good premise. It was uh, I I guess I've only seen it once, but I I remember enjoying it, and that was like at that point I think Will Smith was still pretty much hitting it out the park every time. Yeah. But it was uh I think I think it's interesting cuz at the time Will Smith is very like oh he's he's family friendly Will Smith you know he always mm-hmm. help, helping Kevin James get dates he's blasting robots all that's hot but uh and then this movie he's like super raunchy and he likes curses like all the time and he had to show that like I ain't just for kids Yeah I thought but I thought that was pretty cool but he doesn't have to cuss to sell records. Yeah, well, Smith don't have to cuss to sell. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he has to cuss to sell movies. <laughs> oh, I mean, honestly, it, it, sometimes it, it... Did you see the new Bad Boys? No, I heard it's as good as the originals, though. Really? Okay, I hadn't heard nothing about it, but I kind of wanted to watch it. Yeah, everyone that saw it said it was probably as good as the originals. I'll be damned. But, uh, I'm going to have to give it a shot now. I really liked the the premise of that superheroes are like these ancient beings that have always existed. Mm-hmm. That's a cool. Premise. It is. It is a cool concept. Just it like really isn't fleshed out that much, but it's a cool premise. Makes you think, like, what if all like the Greek gods and shit were just superheroes? Yeah, yeah. And then the the last two were left were him and some lady. I would have liked a sequel to like expand on that universe, and I'm really sad it didn't get one. It had good reviews at the time. I remember it being a big hit. Yeah, and like the director, like a few, like a year later, was like, "We're making a sequel." 
and it just never happened. Oh, that's a shame. What was that? I'm just thinking of Will Smith now. What was that new one that looked awful? Gemini Man? Oh, God, I heard it was really bad. It looked like <laughs> I saw the preview for it. I was just like, how did this get the green light? Like, <laughs> Will Smith saw this script and was like, oh, that's yeah. Hot. He saw that. it and was like, oh, that's hot. That's hot. <laughs> Uh, apparently it's like, it was a movie, a script from the 90s. Like, it was supposed to come out then, but like... The, it got shelved for that the, long? The technology just wasn't there. And it still isn't there, because like, they made a CGI Will Smith that looks like a CGI Will Smith. At least it's not GameCube graphics. do 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 Boom. Yeah, and it, was it 120 frames per second or something? Which... Which uh, most theaters can't play, so what was the point? Yeah, they. <laughs> this isn't like some high-tech gaming monitor with a great refresh rate. Yeah. This, this the, is cinema. The theater I worked at had a single screen where it could play 4K, 60 frames per second. <laughs> no, not many theaters are built with a screen that can, especially not independent mm-hmm. theaters. Like, mm-hmm. Maybe like yeah, the- some of the big chains, maybe. Maybe. Either are are the arts your the like if you go to Alamo Draft House or something yeah something like that may have a screen that could play that because like I know when uh I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at the Draft House I got to see the was it the thirty millimeter cut okay it was it was one of the fancier mm-hmm. fancier that was that was fun that was a good time yeah food was good but <laughs> there's just no point in making it like that yeah it really it really wasn't like. Mm-mm. And and who who's gonna go home and get like a 4K Ultra Blu-ray? Just for Gemini Man? Yeah. Like they see it, they're I'm like sure inspired. They're like, oh man, that was such a good experience. I need to experience it better at home. <laughs> yeah. Where I can watch it in my underwear. I can watch it in the in the in the safety of my underwear. <laughs> of my underwear. But yeah, Hancock. Uh, it was a pretty cool idea, and I wish it would get a sequel. I really, really wanted to get a sequel. Even Let's now, start a petition. I would take one. Let's start a petition. Hashtag Hancock 2. Gemini, Gemini Man, Hancock crossover. Ooh, all the Will Smiths. That's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have a Shark Tale cameo at the end? Can we have a Shark Tale sequel? Let's talk about that. <laughs> It's just the the the, the make w- it even more racial stereotypes. <laughs> the WSCU, the Will Smith Cinematic Universe. All of his <laughs> characters come together. And <laughs> You're saying this? This sounds incredible. <laughs> I want to see the Fresh Prince <laughs> fight the Gemini Man. <laughs> I want to see the genie meet uh, Will Smith fish from a Shark Tale. <laughs> <laughs> with the character from I Am Legend that comes and shoots both of them. <laughs> and then Sonny from My Robot comes in. Oh, uh, that's a... And then Will Smith plays Fortnite. What's the one he did with the... B- B- Beyond Earth, was that the name of it? A- oh, After Earth, yeah. After what Earth. What he did with the sun, yeah. <laughs> has he? After Earth. After Earth. Aha, woohoo, he should have made a rap. Aha, After Earth. Yaha, woohoo. And you get DJ Jesse Jeff on that shit, and it'll be <laughs> it'll be a hit. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the earth with my son. Ah, uh, woohoo! And then his son will be like Batman, Batman, Batman. Batman, I'm a what's that song? Is Icon? I'm an Icon living. <laughs> yeah, that's uh. <laughs> Jane Smith's one of those people who thinks he's like, he's one of those people that thinks he belongs in the AP class, but really belongs in the special ed class. 
<laughs> Can we like change Huggercast and just the Will Smith Appreciation Podcast? <laughs> Every Smith week guess. we just tell we talk, about, talk about how great he was. There's a there's a, a podcast I listen to called the Snark Tank. It's these three uh, YouTubers, and uh, the past few episodes they've been talking about Keith David and how much they love Keith David. Wait, wait, okay, I'm sorry. To go back to Will Smith one more time, <laughs> this isn't Will Smith directly, but uh, the movie that his wife is in is it Girls Trip? Oh, are you talking about that one where yeah, the recent one, right? I yeah, think she's in it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, <laughs> Jaden Plinkett Smith. Uh, that annoying and, black lady. Uh, yeah, she's actually Tiffany Haddish. I uh, Haddish. I don't know how to say it. I I really dislike Tiffany Haddish. She, I don't normally like her roles. She's funny in that movie. Okay, maybe I'll just have to watch like, that movie. Like I saw that movie just uh, is a double date. Once and uh, because uh, Kamar actually it wasn't even a double date, it was like our whole friend group. Because Kamar's mom told us we should see it because she <laughs> thought it was funny. That's hilarious, I love that. And uh, it was way raunchier than I was expecting. It did really well at the theaters. It was, it's really fun. You, you should actually watch it. It's I'll have to check it out with my mom. My mom likes movies like that, so <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. just there's a scene, uh, or uh, a grapefruiting scene. Oh, god, yes. <laughs> so yeah it just it's it's funty you should watch it but uh it's geez we went a long way from superheroes will smith is a damn superhero will smith is a superhero did, did you uh, there's a few like uh superhero shows that got canceled like really early in their infancy like uh like young justice which is coming back right i believe so i never saw it originally though so i'm i saw the first episode i thought it was kind of cool I need to watch more of it. Is that the one? Which is the one where Robin goes, fuck Batman? Oh, that's Titans. Just Titans. <laughs> Titans, that's right. I've heard, besides that, it's not too bad. But <laughs> I, I've heard it's a little try-hardy, but yeah. like, it's actually not awful. Uh, there was that one CGI Batman show that got canceled really early. Uh, Beware the Batman, do you remember that? I, I didn't even know there was a CGI Batman show. Yeah, it was a CGI Batman called Beware the Batman. It had like a season. Same with the Green Lantern Corps uh, CGI show. I did. I do remember that one. <sighs> There's a remember Batman Brave and the Bold. Yeah, that one was actually good. I heard it was more funny. It's more. Mm-hmm. Like, it was. It was a little more lighthearted, but yeah. You did you ever watch uh, Teen Titans Go to the Movies? I I still haven't actually. I've I've seen some of the 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 show Teen Titans Go, but I heard, I heard the movie was actually pretty funny. The movie's hilarious and uh. What makes it really great is uh, Will Arnett as Slade. His voice is just fantastic. It's just a good voice to listen to. I liked, uh, he was in, I believe, it's actually a skateboarding video called Pretty Sweet. It's a, because it's a skateboard company named Girl. They had a movie, a skateboard video called Yeah Right that had Owen Wilson in it. And that scene is hilarious. And you should watch it. Oh, I think, I feel like you showed it to me or someone showed it to me. (laughs) Where uh, it's him talking and then it. They do some camera tricks to make it look like he board slides like a fifteen yeah. stair rail. <laughs> yeah, and then, I've uh, seen that. I've seen that one. So the same company, uh, like a decade later, put out Yeah Right and uh, Will Arnett's in it. Jack Black's in it as well, actually. Oh, that's pretty. And awesome. he gets naked in it. <laughs> and that was really kind of awkward because they're in a public park, and he's like, "If you land this now, I'm going to get naked." <laughs> and he lands it. And he just takes his clothes off and cups his balls oh and runs God. around. 
That's hilarious. Gonna get arrested. It really was. I was like, this is like this isn't a movie set. Skateboard videos aren't filmed like that. Like <laughs> this is this is a crime. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, but uh, that Teen Titans Go movie, it, it actually there's actually like a lot of really really dark and messed up humor in that movie. There's this show that's there's every once in a while like yeah. it's mostly super kitty, but there's some some moments in it that I'm like, whoa. Yeah, like there's a scene in the movie where like they want to be the only superheroes, so they go back in time and like prevent all the other superheroes from becoming superheroes. Like they go in the to Aquaman in the sea when he's a baby, and they throw like a uh, one of those soda like things. The, really, <laughs> that's the, what it, I was like, thinking. So many dies. I was like, "There's no way they would do that." Yeah, <laughs> they did that. yeah. And then they go, uh, they go back with Batman's parents, and they uh, they tell him to take. Uh, they're like, "Go, go the go the safe route, so that they don't that Batman take the never, detour." Yeah, and so that Batman never becomes a thing. And then they go back in the future, and the world is destroyed because they suck at being superheroes. So they have to go back and tell Batman's parents to go in the cor- the alley and get killed. <laughs> <laughs> there's just a lot of moments like that and it pokes fun at not even just marvel but dc like yeah yeah, yeah. They, they they throw i've heard it's just like no no one's safe yeah they make fun of like green lantern because like they're talking about how uh every superhero has a movie and like green mm-hmm. lantern is like oh there was a green lantern movie but uh we don't we don't talk about it <laughs> like, like how in deadpool 2 when he goes back to uh oh <laughs> Yeah, when he uh he sees Ryan Reynolds with the Green Lantern script. Yeah. Like, ah, your ticket to the big time and he just shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> or he goes back to X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yes, that one was all that that whole scene of him like time traveling was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Baby Hitler, the uh, uncut scene. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Oh, you're so cute, I can't do this. <laughs> But yeah, you got it. You got any others? I'm trying to think if there's like any more because like a lot of the ones that come out that are bad are hated. Mm-hmm. Like X Men or X Men Origins is bad, but it's still kind of entertaining. I've I have skipped around with the X Men franchise. I've seen like half of them, but not in order. So like I'm missing parts of plot points that I'm I just get into a movie I'm like all right Logan was great oh Logan's amazing I I had See, to do a little bit of a uh, an X Men like crash course because Dark Phoenix was coming out last year mm-hmm. and I was like oh Dark Phoenix is gonna be good and wasn't yeah so it's bad. really you know that's what I'm I'm not gonna say it's underrated because like when it came out it got tons of love but I don't hear anybody talk about Logan anymore. Yeah, I guess it wasn't a cultural landmark like everyone thought it would be, but it's I thought a, it was great though. It's just a great movie. Like it it legitimately almost brought me to tears, which it, it is saying, I cried. I cried. I sadly have a very hard time crying. I have a very the, easy time crying. <laughs> the only movie in I can think the past 10 years that made me cry was Toy Story 4. Ooh, yeah, that that was that was a good movie. Although it was it wasn't fair because they set me up. Uh, I saw it at the Alamo Draft House, uh-huh. and it starts with a they had a pre roll thing. It was like why we love Pixar, all the gut wrenching moments, and it played back to back to back like all the saddest parts oh, of God. all the Pixar movies, and it ended with the montage from Up where she dies. Oh my God! Yeah, that so I was already I was already going into the movie sad, and then uh, it just being. 
I told we talked about it last episode how big of a part of my childhood Toy Story was like seeing it like the ending of it I was just like I'm a big boy I'm a big boy I I teared up at a Finding Dory just at the beginning because I didn't, the animation was just so pretty <laughs> oh no it was a fantastic looking movie yeah I still like it I think a lot of people give it too much hate I think it's a good movie. I think it was I, – I put it on the level of, like, Monsters University where mm-hmm. it, it was good. Happen, but. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was, like, classic, classic Pixar, but it was definitely enjoyable. Yeah. I guess if you can't think of any more superhero, underrated superhero things. We could talk about our favorite superheroes, our fans. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, questions. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to stay silent. Um let it be known, Derek hates all of you. Let it be known that I just I I find you guys completely annoying. <laughs> no, I I like I like you guys. You guys are cool. They're all right. If you listen, to don't our lie podcasts, to them. I love you. Colton will go to your house and make love to you. <laughs> Sweet, passionate love. You hear that, Jacob? I'm coming for you. You you should just stop the sense that hear that, Jacob. I'm coming, and that's it. <laughs> but yes, uh. If you guys want to submit a question, always feel free. If you know me in real life, uh, feel free to ask me. And if you don't, I'm not giving out my stuff, as <laughs> I've said, because this is <laughs> I'm a private boy. This but is, feel free to ask Derek. This is your only digital footprint is just this podcast. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I haven't linked any of my stuff to it, so uh, nobody will ever know. Tweet me at Hugger Derek if you guys want to ask a question for next episode. And uh, we got a we got a good amount, so let's let's just uh, let's stop dilly dally, and we'll go through them. At, All right. At Black Texan, or Black underscore Texan, which is my brother, as I said in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asks, since SpongeBob Rehydrated just got released, which other which other SpongeBob game would you like to see get remastered? See, I sadly didn't get to really play many SpongeBob games growing up. I played a ton, like anything that had SpongeBob on it. I asked my parents for. But, uh, what what was it? Lights, camera... Lights, camera, pants? The one that was Mario Party, but uh, Spongebob? Yeah, that one always seemed interesting to me. I would like to see an HD remaster. And since I, I think I like party games. There, and it was just a really fun party game. Like, the mini games were really fun. Like, I, so that's that's my answer. That's the one I want to see. Okay. Uh, there's Battle for... No, Battle for Bikini Bottom. Uh, the movie game would be cool to see. I heard that one was actually pretty good. It had a lot of the similar mechanics that Battle for Bikini Bottom had. And then uh, Creature from the Crested Crab would be an awesome one, too. I remember you talking about that one. That one I had never even heard of until you brought it up. Yeah, it was a fun action-adventure game. I thought that would be pretty cool. Okay. So basically any of them. Yeah, a lot of them. Even if they did Flying Dutchman again and fixed all the problems, that'd be cool. I just want more Spongebob, please. I, yeah, I, I kind of miss, like, I kind of miss Spongebob games. I wish they would make more. I would like a new one. Yeah, like, if they did a completely new one, like, original, not based on a movie, just a random yeah. drop of a new Spongebob game, that'd be Although, I wish, I wish they could bring back the original, uh, original writers and have, like, what is the, Derek Dryman, I think, was the creative oh, okay. director. Yeah, Derek. Name. Derek, Dr- yeah, I always thought it was Dramone, but I, yeah, it's probably Dryman. Uh, it, obviously, we can't have Steven Hillenberg R- R.I.P. Yeah. But, but like, get a, as much of the. We could have what? Uh, we could have a C.H. I believe it's C.H. Greenblatt, the guy who went on to create Chowder. 
I, he's, oh he yeah, was it, a writer on SpongeBob in the early seasons. Yeah, honestly, get just get as many of the original writers back, make a new game. That would that would be so cool. That would be really dope. I would love that. Alrighty. But uh, all right, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, my friend Ruben uh, at ZTC B I T W writes in. If we really learn from our mistakes, why do we get so afraid of making them? Um, because I think it's in the moment the humiliation you feel it making a mistake. Mm-hmm. You you always come out stronger from it, but in that moment, nobody likes to fail. Yeah. It's not a fun feeling. And us being human, we don't want to have bad feelings. So even though it you will learn and grow from it, in the moment, it sucks. Yeah, because whenever you make a mistake, you always think of like, oh man, like I could have prevented this had I done this instead, or mm-hmm. had I not and done the, this. The further you get away from the snake, the more you can look back and it be like, okay, I learned this from it and all that. But it mm-hmm. like in the moment, being wrong sucks. Yeah, because I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but it never really does any good. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, why bother? Yeah. It's a very deep question. I like it. I do. I like. I like those deeper questions. They're kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me read the one from uh, our biggest fan, uh, besides Jacob. Your girlfriend. My girlfriend. You should have got one from uh, Kaylee. See if she would have. Oh yeah, I need to get one from her soon. I don't think she's listened to a single episode yet. <laughs> My girlfriend tries, but she doesn't do a lot of activities that would like lend itself to listening to some long form content like this. That's that's understandable. Yeah. Tell her to fall asleep to her beautiful voices. She said well, she's I told her to do that, but she says she wants to actually listen. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Uh at It's D on Twitter asks, What's the most forgettable superhero movie that people really slept on, in your own opinion? The most forgettable superhero movie. Um I will say the like first Fantastic Four. It's not great, mm-hmm. but I don't think it, it. I think it got way too much hate for what it was. Yeah, probably. I mean, like it's people, cheesy, it's dumb. It's but. cheesy and dumb. But I, I it, it was one of those movies that kind of just turned my brain off, and like it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, I'll say after that though, that series it started at a low point and went even lower. <laughs> I would say that the fan four stick the reboot. Was probably one of the most forgettable superhero movies I've ever seen. Yeah, oh, that one I I just classify as bad though. It but it's, it's just forgettable. It's boring. Nothing boring is happens. Yep. If a superhero movie to be a superhero movie needs to have some action, some engaging something, not just boring. Not just talking about our superheroes. Ooh, talk about our powers. Ooh. Dark I can do this. I'm not gonna do it on the uh, on camera, but I can do it. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, most of that movie was spent in like dark rooms, just talking. Mm-hmm. And then, Which yeah. I, I I get. Sometimes you uh, a more mature movie where there is dialogue can be good, but for a superhero movie, that's that's not what people want to see. Yeah, and especially something like Fantastic Four, where everyone's power. Is like the main focus. Yeah, that's the whole point of them being the Fantastic Four. They are fantastic. So yeah, Fantastic Four movies. Yeah, pretty forgettable. Pretty pretty bad and forgettable. I'm really hoping that when they bring them into the MCU, they do something cool. 
I'm sure they'll they'll make it work. Yeah, because even if it's not great, it'll at least it'll maybe be good. It'll be entertaining. Yeah. Because even the worst MCU movie is better than the best Fantastic yeah. Four movie. Like, like I'd rather sit through like Ant Man the Wasp, which I've heard is like one of the worst ones, or mm-hmm. or the Dark Worlds. You know. Yeah, they're they might not be the best, but they're more enjoyable than that. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, we have another. We have an Instagram question. Okay, uh, that's at, a new one. At Jackery on Instagram asks, which is superior, Coke or Pepsi? Ooh. Um, I used to be on the Coke side, but uh, my mother's a very big Pepsi fan, and she kind of le- sw- uh, swayed me over a little bit, just the fact that I have Pepsi more often. See, I'm going to say I I only drink diet sodas now because mm-hmm. I had to cut out sugar, but like back in the day, I always felt that Pepsi was better on the first sip, like more, like, ooh, hit more flavor. But over an entire bottle, I like Coke more. <sighs> okay, I could I could understand that. Coke is very crisp. Mm-hmm. It, it's not as sweet, which yeah. is I think like why Pepsi has that kick at the beginning. But uh, it's a little too sweet for me as the bottle goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like when it comes to the line of products that each company makes, I probably mm-hmm. prefer Pepsi as well. Yeah, it's a line of products, I think, yeah. just because I was a Mountain Dew child. Mm-hmm. Mountain Dew is just amazing. And I think I prefer Crush to Fanta. I want to say I do. I, they're neck and neck for me. Yeah. I, I don't have a clear-cut favorite in that regard. <clears throat> Although I will say real quick before we go on to the next question, did you ever try New Coke? No, I did not. When they brought, I should have let you have. They brought it back for uh, for Stranger Things. Stranger right? Things. Yeah. I I I did the whole thing where I ordered the collectible set just to get a can. <laughs> How to taste? Like Coke trying to be Pepsi. <laughs> so not not very good. I mean, it was it was it wasn't terrible. It was it was a soda. I just was glad that I finally got to say that I like I wanted for some weird reason like. Is a child, I remember being like eight, nine years old hearing about it and wanting to try it. Yeah. And the fact that I finally got to was like, yeah. I was happy that we got to try uh, Crystal Pepsi when they brought it back. Mm, and that show was pretty That's tasty. I, I like it. I dig Crystal Pepsi a fair amount. More than most people, probably. Or I dig now that it's it's back, but it's smaller quantities. Uh, even though I had said I mostly cut out sugar sodas. If I see Surge... I will. I will buy Surge. <laughs> they have it at certain Burger King locations. Yeah, Burger King, and then actually, uh, what's the the Quick Trip? I've seen it at several okay. Quick Trips as well. Huh. I'll have to. Ch- I'll have to check that out. It's pretty. If you like Mountain Dew, it's it's pretty damn good. Yeah, I've heard it's like Mountain Dew, but even more sugar. <laughs> it's it's Mountain Dew. Like the color of it is like slime green, like Nickelodeon slime. Hmm. Okay. So just unnatural. Yeah, it looks toxic, but it's delicious. It looks like the ooze from Ninja Turtles. That's honestly exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Honestly, when it comes to soda, I probably prefer stuff like, not soda, but like punch or juice. Mm-hmm. Those are my Kool-Aid. Vices, like Kool-Aid or, or even just like going to H-E-B and getting the big jug that just says orange drink. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> it's, so, so, it's so tasty. The Tampico or whatever the brand Tampico's is. Tampico's really good, too. Or, like, uh, 
just like off-brand, like weirdly mixed, like pineapple, like cranberry, like five ever, different fruits in there. You ever try? It used to be uh, like how they have the frozen orange juice concentrate that you buy. There was one for a while called Five Alive. No, I never. It yeah. was a. Uh, it was like orange lime. Ooh. Uh, it was like five different tropical fruits. Sounds kind of good. In one. It was delicious, but sadly, it's. I think it's only, like, available in England now. Oh, God. It's like with the blueberry Pepsi. You can only get it in, like, Indonesia. I want to try that so bad. I remember trying it when I was, like, four, and I remember loving it. But sadly, you can only get it out of, state, out of country. Let's plan a Hugger Cash trip to Indonesia. Hugger Cash trip to Indonesia. Alrighty. <laughs> um, at DMAN17 writes in, Underrated movie Judge Dredd, far too often does it go unnoticed. Quite a shame. Your thoughts? I've never seen Every, it, but I've heard it's good. The only thing I could think about Dredd is the band Anthrax has a song about Judge Dredd. Okay. Called I Am The Law, and yeah. it's a I fantastic song. <laughs> it's I Am The Law! You won't fuck around with me no more! <laughs> Because there was the original Judge Dredd with uh, with Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone, yeah. But they made <laughs> Where he a... does the stupid, I am the law! I am the law! But they made a remake, and apparently people said it was pretty good. Yeah, isn't the remake just called Dredd? Yeah. It was in 3D, yeah, I've, too. I've heard nothing but good things about it. I uh, should watch it. I should watch it, too. I'm sorry I can't go into more detail. I've never seen it. But, uh, you should listen to the Anthrax song, though. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I'll add it to the watch list, and I'll listen to the song. At Choppa underscore Zachary writes in with a very serious question. All right. Could Bible Man beat Thanos? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. I mean, he has the sword of, what is it? What is it called? The sword of, uh, sword of something. David? Sword of David or the armor and the shield of justice. I've only seen <laughs> the intro to Bible Man, I but it is the. I don't even the, remember much of it. It's him like living in <laughs> life as a sinner, and he goes out into the woods and digs up a Bible, and like decides like I'm gonna become a superhero for Christ. <laughs> I really hope they make like a R-rated gritty reboot of like Bible Man. Who am I? I'm the fucking Bible. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> this is my final testament. <laughs> it's like, uh, it'd be like Constantine, like something really dark. <laughs> but but yes, Bible man could absolutely defeat no, sure. Thanos. Because I mean, Thanos tries to be a god, but Bible man works for the guys. So, I mean, who's really winning here? I have the power of God and, and anime, anime on, on my side. side. <laughs> I love that kid. Oh, that was you really got me thinking it was going to be something serious. <laughs> it's a good question. Thank you. Thank it was you. fantastic. More like that, please. Thank you, uh, Zachary. My uh, funnier my, than anything we said this entire podcast. My my coworker that I appreciate very very much. Uh, this is the last uh, set of questions. Uh, a friend of mine sent in six for a answer. Mega fan. Mega fan. At. Uh, Kuhaku75 writes in, 
Let's see. Number one, pros and cons of each live action Spider-Man portrayal. Uh, Toby McGuire played the the geeky dorky yeah. bit well. He although played he a good didn't. Peter Parker. He did not fit is a high schooler though is my problem with those movies which is why like the high school they, scene is like 20 minutes and then like they graduate they all look like like with flash the scene where they're in the cafeteria all it's 30. all these grown-ass adults <laughs> sitting in a high school cafeteria yeah but you know he's he's fun uh the villains especially in the first and second i i still think are great mm-hmm. uh, the, the villains and all of them are just memorable yeah uh, of course, there's a lot of quotable like things that Tobey Maguire says mm-hmm. and does. The Andrew Garfield <laughs> one, I feel like uh, I've only seen Amazing Spider-Man one, but I mm-hmm. feel like he matches the very quippy, like sarcastic nature of Spider-Man. He's got the good quippy sarcastic. Yeah. I think he was a little too cool, though. He's not a geek. That guy was yeah, not he's... get picked on. Yeah, that dude is hot as hell. Like <laughs> he's not a geek. He's also another one that's like 25. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but he he was uh I, he was I think the most forgettable Spider Man. I feel like he gets a little too much hate, but uh yeah, no, they weren't they weren't bad movies. They yeah. just they don't live up to my childhood or the current Spider Man that is actually yeah. very good. And a lot of it is Sony's fault. Same with Spider Man Three. Like they're, mm-hmm. they're, going, they're meddling too much and they wanted too many villains. But uh, Tom Holland, I feel like Tom Holland is a good mix. And even though he is a little older, he looks like a child. Yeah. He's probably the youngest one, though, because he's like 20. Yeah, right? yeah, he's still, he's still like, like 20, I think he's like 20. 22 yeah. or something, because he's just old enough to drink. Yeah, he looks and sounds very young. Yeah, and uh, like I'll say Michael Keaton in uh, Homecoming. That's a great villain. Yeah, he was fantastic. He was very menacing, scary. In in a way though that you he was a bad guy because the circumstances he was in he had he wanted to provide for his family he wasn't some asshole bent on world domination he's like no, I'm he, just trying to do what I can you understood it you didn't yeah. agree with it but you understood it yeah he was a bad guy but he wasn't a bad guy and bad the guy uh, and then in uh, uh, Spider Man Far From Home uh, what's mm-hmm. his name that plays Mysterio. Uh, Gyllenhaal? Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal was fantastic, I felt, as, uh... He, he really was. Yeah, it's a different take on Mysterio, but it works. I, I thought it was... I, I like both of them a lot mm. so far. Yeah. The only, the only problems I have with, uh, the newer Spider-Man movies is that the cinematography in both of them are kind of flat. It's, it very, it, it's the Marvel formula. Yeah, there's not a real, there's, cause in the Raimi trilogy... There was a lot of really cool stuff they did with the camera, like with the Spidey sense. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of really cool cinematography. Unfortunately, because of Marvel's like strict guidelines, they don't really let directors be directors all the time. They're just like, this is what we like. You know, and at this point, they could probably just be like, you've seen Marvel movies. You know what to do. Yeah. So that's the only major problem I have with those movies is a lot of times the cinematography just doesn't. Especially for a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, something that should be beautiful flowing through the city, and yeah. it's just kind of like, eh. There's a few cool shots every now and then, but, uh... Yeah. Not up to what it could be, especially yeah. with the budget that they have. Yeah, especially with the budget, and, uh... I feel like, I don't know, I feel like they should have got more of a, uh, a creative director. Like, someone who... Mm-hmm. 
because they're written very they're very well written movies they're just not yes they're nothing special when it comes to how they're shot i want to feel like spider-man i want to feel i want to feel like uh mary jane what (laughs) uh how do you feel about uh the the relationships in those movies like uh spider-man and uh mary jane in the first one in the first trilogy <laughs> it's horrible chemistry. I find Mary Jane very annoying in all of those movies. She is. She's the worst. She's dumb. She always gets captured. Although we got the spider kiss. Yeah. I I don't know. Have you done the spider kiss before? I've tried. It just feels weird. I kind of want to try it. I'm gonna have to try it. I'll get back to you on that. It's not worth it. I don't care. <laughs> I will be Spider-Man! I will be Spider-Man. Uh, and then the Spider-Man and uh, Gwen Stacy was actually a pretty good part of the Gar- the Garfield trilogy. Mm-hmm. It was better than the Tobey Maguire one yeah. in that sense. I will not give Mark Webb, the director, any credit for these movies. I'm going to call him the Garfield trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, the new one, I know I don't mind her, but uh, yeah, I know a lot of people don't like her, but I find it kind of cute. It's cute. I think it's is it fine. Kamar, Kamar, Micah, Kamar, Micah. One of them hates Zendaya is uh, Mary Jane, and they're like, now they she goes by MJ. Like, ugh. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. It's fine. Yeah, I I have no problems with She's it. Hot, I mean, but I'm not super into it, but. Maybe it's just the whole like girl next door look. I don't know. It could be. Yeah. It's a it's an okay relationship. They they work. They're yeah. It, it's it's believable. It's believable. And then uh, yeah. Okay. That's all the live action Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And that's we're going now for the Japanese one where he has a suit. Uh, nice. What? Have you seen what? The, the old Japanese Spider Man show where it's basically Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with Spider Man. I know what I'm doing after this. You've never heard of it? I have not. He has like a mech. Like he has a giant uh, robot. He has a car. It's really cool. You should I, look it up. I absolutely will. Yeah, it's basically Power Rangers with Spider-Man. Uh, the third question. Do you feel Robert Pattinson will go, will do great in the in the next Batman? Yes. Yes, yes I do. Yeah, I, I had doubts until I saw The Lighthouse. Yeah, if you asked me this like two years ago, I'd be like, oh, Twilight Boy? Gross. Yeah, that dude has legit acting chops. He's a great actor. He's, I think, will do good. I, I, and I, I, he, he can pull off the suave Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. I think, as well as anybody. Yeah, and then the, the menacing, like, Batman. Mm-hmm. Because he yeah, his... Seeing his descent in the lighthouse, like, made me believe, like, oh, this dude can be terrifying. Yeah, he, can act. he can act. The scene where he kills the bird? Yeah, that's just a very, very creepy scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go, yeah he's, he's gonna do good. Go see the lighthouse, if you haven't already. Anyone wa- anyone listening, go see the lighthouse. It's, it's, it's worth it. I think he's gonna do great, um, as long as we And you get, get the added bonus of, uh, Willem Dafoe being, being crazy old Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, but... Also a pirate, yeah. As long as I get a good director and a good script for this movie. See, I that's one I, I have confidence, because for the most part, like, 
DC will fuck up all their other movies, but the Batman stuff is normally... It took them one mess up for Batman to just never do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since Batman and Robin, they haven't messed up Batman. Although I think Dark Knight Rises is overrated. I don't think oh, yeah, it's, it's that good. It's not great. It's not bad, though. Yeah, it's not bad, but I just think it's really overrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four. Ooh, what do you want to see out of Flashpoint? Because they recently announced the Flashpoint movie is going to be a thing. Um, I have no idea. I, I haven't really, thought about that. I really want to see the uh, the Flashpoint story where he messes up the universe and uh, they go with the story where Batman was killed instead of the parents. Batman, uh, Thomas Wayne becomes Batman, but he kills That's people, right. And then the mom becomes the Joker. The Joker. That's I would love to see that. I've I've awesome actually story. I found that comic online and read through it and it's yeah really cool. I'm going to go with that answer yeah. as well. That's the Flashpoint comic, right? The Flashpoint Paradox. Yes. Yeah. And they have an animated movie about it too. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. All right. I think I actually I think too that's another thing that uh, DC needs to do is start doing more one-off movies. Yeah. Cuz their one-off stuff is Actually, really, like Joker was That's fantastic. Kind of what they're doing, like they're building a universe, I guess, but they're mm-hmm. kind of just doing self-contained stories that can that leave room to be connected if they if they feel so inclined to do so. Yeah, that's that's what needs to happen because they can yeah. they could do a self-contained movie fairly well. They just can't yeah. tie everything it's together. Hard. Well, cause the, the the problem that they were having is they were playing catch up with Marvel and they were trying to do it mm-hmm. too fast. Yeah, because Marvel it. Took them how many years? Yeah, it, 2008, uh, 2008, I believe. Eight, yeah, it was the first Iron Man. Yeah. And they were trying to play catch-up as early as 2012 with Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. And that just no bueno. Or 2014, actually, Man of Steel. It was, yeah, it, it, they tried to do what Marvel did in uh, 10 years in, like, three. Yeah, and it just didn't work. But uh, everything Aquaman on has been pretty, yeah, pretty quality. Even Aquaman is like it's bad kind of, but it's really entertaining. Yeah, it's it's the good bad. <laughs> yeah. And then the Wonder Woman stuff is actually really good. Yeah, I, I liked I liked Wonder Woman except for the ending. I thought it was a cop out and I thought it was dumb. I haven't seen is the nineteen eighty four out yet? I believe it got pushed back. Everything got pushed back. Oh okay. Back. That one I'm excited for. Yeah, it looks really cool. But uh yeah, and then Joker was great, Shazam was fantastic too. Mm-hmm. Birds of Prey was all right. I, I enjoyed it. It was it wasn't a great movie, but it was entertaining. Uh, you just I just to, you just have to get over the fact that it's not a Birds of Prey movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> just Harley Quinn. Yeah, but uh, I I like her just as an actress. So it was uh it was fun to watch. Yeah, and the last like twenty minutes was a, some really good action. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the yeah, the, the, the final like fight scenes great. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, question number five. What is the most hyped superhero movie that it's scheduled to release in the next three years? Mm, probably the Doctor Strange sequel. I was about to say that's actually the most hyped, but it's the one I am most hyped yeah. for. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess that's what he was asking. The one that's most hyped for us. Okay, yeah, that. Or is, uh, is, they're redoing Blade, right? Yes. I'm also excited for that. I'm also excited for a possible Into the Spider-Verse sequel, which I hope... Yes! Yeah. If that becomes officially announced, I will lose my shit for it. And then uh, Venom 2. I'm curious. Because uh, you got you got uh, 
Andy Serkis directing, and Woody Harrelson is Carnage. So, hmm. I mean, if anything, yeah, I, I'm curious. Curious, yeah, that's a good yeah. way to put it. Like, I'm not thrilled for it, but, like, I want to see what happens. Yeah. And then Thor Love and Thunder, I, I'm i sold on that already. Because oh, yeah. Ragnarok was so amazing. Ragnarok became one of my favorite Marvel movies. I have a feeling like, that immediately. doesn't like it. I actually know quite a few people there because they they like the more serious tone of Thor, and when yeah. it switched to the uh, the comedy, the comedy they they hated that, but that I didn't like the serious Thor. I like yeah. funny Thor. I I feel like it makes sense with the story because he's been hanging around like Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Like it becomes things. yeah a smartass yeah because I mean and the then first uh, Thor, Jeff Goldblum yeah Jeff Goldblum the first Thor is passable. Mm-hmm. Although the Dutch angles really piss me off in that movie. It almost makes it unwatchable. Every angle's like yeah. slanted. Like every angle. I, yeah. I, I I honestly didn't really like any of the Thors before Ragnarok. Ragnarok's great. I skipped over uh Dark World. Just I just mm-hmm. didn't. I was like, I don't care. Yeah, it, it just I wasn't bought into the character. That's mm-hmm. what bought me into the character. Yeah. But no, Doctor Strange still my number one. Yeah, Multiverse of Madness sounds awesome. They're gonna have Scarlet Witch in it too, I believe, and uh, mm-hmm. the horror elements if they decide to do that will be cool. I'm also excited to see how they bring X Men into the MCU. Yeah, that that'll be interesting. And then of course the Batman solo movie because we haven't had one since the uh, since the Dark Knight trilogy. So yeah, there's I think we got actually a lot of good stuff lined yeah, up. Yeah, there's a lot of good superhero stuff lined up. Deadpool three was announced, so. Doubt that is one. I I know some people give them shit. Those movies are funny. They're funny movies. People just don't like the fan base, I guess. There are some really cringy like, people in the fan base. There's just too many people, kind of like Joker. They're like, I'm I'm Deadpool. I'm Deadpool. yeah. I relate. I'm Rick Sanchez. Like <laughs> well, me, any look, of those. I'm smart. I, I'm Rick Sanchez, guys. You just don't understand me. I'm Deadpool. I'm funny. Waffles. I'm quippy. Yeah, that yeah. movies are funny. The fan base. Kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, but the movies are great. Uh, okay. Number last question: What superhero do you think should get a standalone movie, and who would you cast as some of the main characters? Mm. Moon Knight with Keanu Reeves. All right, I'm sold on that. Uh, <laughs> I think we should get another Spawn. I think that yeah. has potential to be really cool. Michael B. Jordan, maybe. That actually could be really awesome. Yeah, or uh, Idris Elba. They want to go for an older Spawn. I I I would like that. It's just the the old movie, those PS One graphics at the very end Beautiful. of the cape that they didn't him, need to CGI, but they did anyway. <laughs> it's I I think Spawn could actually be really fun. Yeah, it could be really gory too. Mm-hmm, and they it would totally get away with it. Like that yeah. fits. Or honestly, not quite superheroes. I want a real, like, good Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Oh, yeah. I guess that kind of counts. Because, yeah. I mean, they're based on Daredevil. They're based on comics. So, I mean, you know, they're Yeah, it, I mean, and, yeah, they're comic book characters, and the comic started as a parody of Daredevil. Yeah, because the comic was really dark. Yeah, the first, the first few issues, like, they kill people. Yeah. Uh, it would be nice to see another TMNT movie again that's not but Michael like, Bay. Yes, like one with actual... I want a good one. Yeah. What was the last good one? Uh... 
sure there hasn't been one. The TM- I love those. The TMNT CGI was okay. Yeah, it was. The movie, it was okay. I want a good one, though. Yeah. I th- There could be a lot done with those characters. Oh, for sure. If, you know what? Give them to Lord and Miller. I feel like that would be cool. I could. That could work. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that hasn't been made yet that I would like to see. Um, ooh, uh, I really want... Because I, I, as soon as I learned that there's a Red Lantern cat, I was like, they need to make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, Why am I not surprised in the slightest? <laughs> Have you heard about this? No. It's a Red Lantern cat. It's called, a, his name is a Dexstar. His, his All right. comic, I've read the first few panels of his comic. It's really dark. Like, it's a cat. It's like, gets adopted by this old lady some people break in, kill the lady, and they're going to dump the cat over the, the Golden Gate Bridge. Okay, oh, I actually am <laughs> kind of sold now. And then after, as as he's falling, like, they're the Dexter of Earth. You have been blah, blah, blah. And then the Red Lantern, like, falls to him. <laughs> and he starts slaughtering I'm, people. I'm, I'm in now. I... I went a complete 180. Like, I was like, of course, it's the cat thing. But now that you've explained it, like... It's really dark and kind of cool. I'm in on it. Yeah. Um, Not quite superhero, but when are we going to get a Shadow the Hedgehog movie? <laughs> the best superhero. Uh, there's a clip of... You remember that game Lego Dimensions? Yeah. Where it was a cool idea, but then you had to buy toys. Kind of like and, Lego Minecraft. Yeah. And they had all the different uh, franchises. Yes. They had a Sonic one, and in there, there's, like, a clip where Shadow has a gun, and Knuckles, like, grabs the gun and throws it away. <laughs> it's a really funny clip. Does <laughs> Knuckles go, oh, no. Oh, no. Can you think of any other ones that you, uh, maybe some lesser-known heroes? No, because all the lesser-known heroes are getting movies now anyway. <laughs> yeah, like, even with Shang-Chi, I don't even know who that is, but mm-hmm. they're getting a movie. Yeah, like, what, when Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy first came out, like... I had no idea who the hell that was. Yeah. I and low, now they're huge. I had low expectations. I was like, oh, everyone's saying it's good. Come on, movie. Show me what you got. And then we saw it. Me and you. Yeah, uh, it was. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's amazing. I can watch it anytime it's on. But yeah. All right. Uh, got any other questions? I believe that's it. Actually, wait. No, there might be one. I, oh, you got one? I, I forgot. You have one as well. I do. Uh, at Squish550 on Instagram asks, uh, says, uh, he was watching YouTube the other day, and he wondered whatever happened to the Sly Cooper movie, and do you think we'll ever get a Sly 5? I guess it's more of my territory. Uh, yeah, you're you're the Sly guy. I love Sly. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw it, Colton, but a few years back there was a trailer for a Sly Cooper movie. Yes, I do remember that, and then I forgot it existed. Uh, I I don't know if we're ever going to get it. I don't know what happened to it. They probably saw that the Ratchet and Clank movie bombed and they didn't decided not to make it. I'm really sad. And so what does Sucker Punch do now? Oh, um, they're, they're doing a bit. Are they doing Ghost of Tsushima? Maybe. I believe that's them. And that game looks incredible. They did Infamous, right? Yes. So maybe we'll get a Sly 5. Maybe. Hopefully, I hope so. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I'll actually play this one. And he also asks, uh, should Jack and Daxter get another game? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, honestly, like, they're bringing Ratchet and Clank back. Like, 
Bring all, bring all the classics bring back. All the classic Sony like Crash and Spyro and Medieval. Medieval oh, cr- are getting cra- Crash. Crash is getting a new game. Oh, the it's about time. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yeah. That's what it's called. Crash Four. It's about time. Something. Like that. It's something. If you, uh, if you look at the underlined letters in the title, I don't remember what the exact title is, but it says Dick Time. <laughs> Was it Super Mario Sunshine that says you are Mr. Gay? Oh, yeah, or, uh, the, that, and then uh, Super Mario 64 when you throw Bowser. So long, gay Bowser. So long, gay Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, it, now's the perfect time as any because like random franchises are getting like Oddworld. Who expected an Oddworld sequel? Not me. Or like, like you said, the medieval. Yeah, who expected medieval? Like what? Nobody. But hey, it's here. So yeah, I think I think now is the time. Yeah, now's time. Uh, there's a lot of like PS1 and PS2 stuff that could like Klonoa could get a cool. And everybody actually seemed to really like Klonoa. You know, I recently got uh Okami HD on my Switch. I need to start playing it. My girlfriend has that game, and she it has become her new. She finally turned off Animal Crossing to play wow. this. I started playing uh, Phoenix Wright. They had the trilogy uh, on discount. Those those games, I actually I played them on the original DS when they were coming out. They're funny. I yeah. like them. Uh, you have a question, yes? Yes, I do. This comes from number one fan. podcast fan, Jacob. Uh, he didn't send it to me on anything because he just uh, – I told Derek this before the, the show started, but he texted me yesterday uh, – this morning because we were supposed to record yesterday. And he's like, how'd the podcast turn out? And I was like – we're actually recording that. He's like, good, real quick. So he called me, and uh, his question is, the U.S. government has just declassified uh, three videos of Uf- uh, UFOs, like legitimate uh, – there's the Tic Tac video and a few others. Uh-huh. Uh, thanks actually a lot to Tom DeLonge and his oh, To the Stars Academy. Yeah. yeah. So he, Jacob's question is, why do you think they chose to uh, release these now to the public? Are they – just trying to be more open with us are they trying to prepare us for a like first contact are there other reasons behind it i'm always certain that the government knows something that we don't mm-hmm. like maybe i I, th- I think it might be i don't think we're getting first contact anytime Probably soon or anything not. like that but i think it is to get the general public a little more used to the idea of like you know, sometimes there's just shit that goes on that we don't know about. Yeah, like I've always, I've always been open to the idea of aliens. That'd be kind of mm-hmm. cool. Oh, oh! <laughs> if you ever want to talk aliens, when we have Jacob on, he will agree to this. I'm sure he will talk about aliens. <laughs> I don't. I'm not like, very knowledgeable on the subject. I oh, it's okay. We'll carry say, you. But... If if you get both of us on, we will carry. We will turn it into a paranormal episode. Jeez, I like. Uh, You've seen the meme of the, uh, what is it, the, uh, the, the head, the, the, the giant monster that has the head of, like, a, uh, what do you call it? A siren? Siren head? Yes. Those, yes, I, those are funny. Those are terrifying. The, the memes are funny, but if I saw that, I would be super terrified. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I think, uh, to answer Jacob's question, I, I, I think, think it's they're, just... They're trying getting to get the, people ready. Yeah, and just... I think it's good that they're being more open with us because, like, everybody's kind of had suspicions for years and years that, like, 
since Roswell, basically, like, so they're not telling us something. I think it's hilarious that the one person that helped bring this to light was it's Tom Talange from pop punk band Blink One Eighty Two. He quit. He quit <laughs> to go to find focus aliens. On aliens, and he found them. And see, this is the thing. I would love to like be hundred percent certain that like it's aliens, but that's that we don't know what they are. Yeah, it they're, could they're be aliens. Identified flying objects. Yes, it, it could be something from another solar system. It could be multidimensional. It could oh be God. just the Russians. But <laughs> there is the shit. There is shit going on that we don't know, and they're finally kind of like I guess accepted that we're ready to to slowly get trickle fed little details and i'm i'm here for it now listen listen this this part this part is just for you tom tom if you're listening tom delange now that you found aliens please rejoin blink 182 just come back like, they are I, not the same without you bud like uh matsky was good i like his very raspy voice it, it developed on uh the album nine i thought it was a good alkaline trio is a fine band yeah, they're fine but you can't please beat, come back you can't beat where are you and i'm sorry don't waste your time on me <laughs> like you can't there's no one else can recreate just come back you found aliens please. you talked to the government you gave donald trump a hand job like et put his little glowy finger in your butt he phoned home all the way come back make some good pop punk again or even just release a uh, a, a self-titled tom delange album again because that Tom DeLonge album that you released before was pretty good. Was he was he part of what is it, Angels and Airwaves? Yeah, and Angels and Airwaves is pretty cool too. But uh, Blink One Eighty Two. Get back to music. Get back to do do that. Come on, just for me. We know you're a huge fan. We know you're 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 probably listening to the podcast. So just come back to Blink One Eighty Two. Come on. <laughs> Alrighty, well, oh, that's all the questions. Yeah. Uh, if you got any closing statements. Uh. Come back, Tom DeLonge. Please. Uh, the next episode will be... We, we'll, I want it to be the Jacob episode. We'll yeah, that. yeah. I will I will uh, set up time with him, see when, uh, when he would be able to do it. I'm hoping he could join us for a music episode, because I know Jacob likes music. Oh, yeah. Music. We could do half music, half aliens. Half music and music about aliens? Question. We could... We could transition from music into aliens using tom delange this is perfect and we can have tom delange on the podcast that'll be after the jacob episode <laughs> he was tom delange was on joe rogan so I mean, i'm gonna have to go listen to that now tom delange and travis barker separately not together but yeah, yeah. well you want to you want to drop your your indian links and all that oh yeah uh make just make sure to uh if you're listening on spotify make sure to follow and like on spotify uh, subscribe on YouTube, Hugger Derek, like the videos, share with your friends, all that good stuff. We're we're on a lot of stuff. Anchor posts uh, our podcast to literally everything. So, yeah, <laughs> stuff that we, I don't you even, could, stuff that I you could get use. us in your ear holes any way you want. Yep. Right. Do like? Do you even know what Radio Public is? I have no idea what that well, is. We're on there. <laughs> Thanks to all the listeners listening from there. Um, Radio yeah, and uh, well. For some reason, Anchor doesn't directly go to SoundCloud. I have to do that manually. I don't know why. Okay. But uh, yeah, we're on SoundCloud as well, so should like buy the mixtape. Soon, we're gonna start doing uh, a few episodes where we have friends on that are gonna talk about some random stuff. So that should be fun. Look forward to that. Yeah, yeah. just uh, get get some variety going on, so it's not just 
us talking us making the same jokes every week (laughs) you have anything you want to plug or say or whatever colton wear a mask please wear a god god dang it wear a mask (laughs) and subscribe to hug or dare subscribe yeah it really does help when you guys like and subscribe and share with your friends and listen to us on long uh drives all right well if there's nothing else uh thanks for listening thanks for coming by good night everybody good night good luck and come back don't get pregnant oh yeah that too that's probably more important of a lesson. But come <laughs> no, back, but time to launch, please. Come back when we need to. And uh, Will Smith is the superhero. Will Smith, please join Blink One Eight Two. Will Smith, he'll add some. He'll add some drop. He'll drop some like fire beats. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's hot. Oh, that's hot. Blink One Eight Two featuring Will Smith, and he drops a verse. He's like, woohoo! Oh, <laughs> but okay. Uh, thanks for listening. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.